Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Working out a solution in order to fix that house, fix that multifamily, or fix that loan. And if you can generate a solution that works for the family, that's always going to be your best resolution. As a loyal Best Ever listener, you know that it's important that we as entrepreneurs focus on managing our time effectively, which is why we're always looking for ways to automate the basic duties of our business so that we can focus more time on our money-making activities. That's why I want to introduce you to Rentler.com. At Rentler, landlords and property managers can perform all their duties in one place. Rentler offers tools that allow you to automate tasks like listing a unit for rent, finding and screening tenants, collecting rent, and managing the maintenance requests. And even better, these tools are offered at zero cost to you. Go to tryrentler.com forward slash best ever. That's T-R-Y-R-E-N-T-L-E-R.com forward slash best ever to get started today. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff. With us today, George Newberry. How you doing, George? Hey, good, Joe. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. Nice to catch up with you again. Saw you in Denver at our conference a couple months ago-ish and really enjoyed meeting you. I feel like I'd met you in person before, but if not, then I really enjoyed meeting you in person. But the reason why I felt that is because I've read your book as I've told you before and other people who I come across in life on a, I say this as much as I can. It is a must read for apartment investors, real estate investors in general, but really apartment investors because it talks about pros and cons of how things can go up and things can go down with apartment investing in particular. The book is called Burn Zones. So recommend reading that, best ever listeners. But then also what George does now, he is the founder of American Homeowner Preservation and AHP, American Homeowner Preservation, utilizes Regulation A-plus to crowdfund the purchase of non-performing mortgages from lenders at big discounts and also helps homeowners stay in their homes. George has also recently been doing a program where he's helping others. He's training people how to do what they do to buy non-performing mortgages. So we're going to talk about that. And that is the focus of our conversation today. It is if you are curious about how to do what his company does for yourself, then you came to the right spot. If you want to hear his best ever advice, go to episode 1126 titled Bad Things Happen. George Newberry helps families stay in their homes 
when they do. So episode 1,126, you can hear more about George. So that being said, George, you want to just briefly give a background so Best Ever listeners have some context, and then we'll dive right into the training. Absolutely. You touched on it, but I'll give you the short story. About 15 years ago, I owned about 4,000 apartments across the country, had a net worth in the tens of millions, and an ice storm hit my biggest holding and triggered this extraordinary sequence of events where I lost everything and ended up $26 million in debt. And that was more or less 2005, 2006. I was looking for a means to rebuild. And then I started hearing about the rumblings of the housing crisis and the mortgage crisis. And I thought, hey, I just went through this ordeal and I survived. And now I see all these other families, millions of families in America, homeowners who are facing the same financial collapse that I did. And how can I help them? So we started a, how can I use my experiences to devise strategies to buy their debt from banks and hedge funds at big discounts. And then we work that debt if they want to stay in their home, but at much more affordable payments, reduce their delinquency. And that's how AHP started. We started in 2008, so we're almost 10 years old. And it's kind of evolved over the years into an investment fund, which is now people can invest online $100 and support the mission. And you know, we buy a lot of loans. We bought more than 2,500 loans last year, over $100 million in debt at huge discounts. And that's what we continue to do when we see it as a big opportunity. And, and once the market turns the other direction, we'll see it as an even greater opportunity. Because the worse the market is, the to put it crassly, the better your business is. Yeah. And it's not like we hope people get in trouble with their mortgage. It's just a byproduct of a downturn in the market. And I guess the way to look at it is that we hope that families will need assistance at that point and we'll be able to assist them. And literally, when we work a mortgage, it's not, hey, you know, we're cutting your payment by a few bucks. We can cut payments in half. We can forgive tens of thousands of dollars in delinquent payments or principal if we want. We buy these at such discounts. We have huge flexibility in terms of what we can do to make it. What you really want to do is make it so that homeowner provide a solution that they're saying, hey, this is a great deal. I want to pay you each month because my payments are half what I used to pay. And you're delivering a financial transformation, which also ends up yielding you a good return because these things are sold at such great discounts oftentimes. And do you take accredited and non-accredited investors? Yeah, that's what's really exciting. In our current fund, we accept both accredited and non-accredited investors. And what type of returns have you historically achieved? We pay our first 12% to investors, and historically, we've been paying that. In the actual returns, what do we generate? We've been generating 20s to 30s. Our audited financials for 2016, we were, I think, 39.7%, so very high return. It's going to drop down. The first year is usually the highest, but it's still going to be in the 20s and 30s. And you said first 12% to investors. So is that 12% to investors and then the difference to your company or is it split? Is there some sort of other performance hurdle? No, the, the difference goes to our company. We basically get everything over the 12%, but we don't get it right away. What we do is in the first years of the fund, we reinvest any money that's over the 12%. Okay. And that just gets reinvested in new mortgages. So if, if there's a downturn, if we end up for whatever reason, our returns get low for a moment, then we haven't just distributed it to ourselves. It just stays in the fund and there's more and more assets in the fund. And the goal is at the end of five years, all investors are paid back, both their investment capital and their 12% return. And whatever's left is ours. And I'll tell you, I know the number for mid-2017, it's accumulated profit. So in our first year of operation in this particular fund, 
we generated, it was around a million and a half in accumulated profit. So that's profit over and above what we paid to investors. And so that money was utilized to repurchase mortgages. And eventually, if we were to liquidate the fund today, then that money would go to us. And is that 12% annualized? It's 12% return? annual return, and we distribute it at 1% per month. Sweet. All right. So now let's talk about training people. And by people, I mean me and everyone listening, best ever listeners listening, how we can buy a non-performing mortgage at the discount where we're able to then cut the mortgage payment in half to the owner. I'm going to tell you two stories which will probably help illustrate this to business. The first one is how difficult it is to get into this business. And if anybody out there has tried and has not been successful, I sympathize because when we started, you don't just call Citibank and say, hey, you know, give me to your department that sells your non-performing mortgages. There's like, hey, we don't have that department. So I cannot figure it out. And finally, what I did was I read a news story about Wilshire Servicing. They were purchased by Bank of America and they laid off the CEO. And so I said, well, that guy probably knows the guy the people <laughs> I need to talk to. So I reached out to him on LinkedIn and he accepted my connection. And I sent him a message to say, hey, can you help introduce me to the people that can sell me defaulted mortgages? And thankfully, he replied and he made me a, a deal, a proposal, I should say. Again, he was unemployed at the time. So he said, wire me $4,000 and then fly to New York and I'll spend a day with you and I'll take you to all the sellers I know. And first I was saying, this sounds kind of weird, but, <laughs> but he was a real guy. I mean, I, I'd read news stories about him. So I said, let me do it. I set the 4,000 and I flew to New York. And Any paperwork? No paperwork, all LinkedIn messages. That's okay. going to be the extent of our paperwork. Yeah, I guess it was pretty, well, it was $4,000. So what we did was we ended up finding New York and he took me around to Bank of America. He took me around to all these different lenders and it ended up being a highly productive day. We went to a number of, of big hedge funds and again, Bank of America. And a month later, we were buying loans. At that point in the market, it was a point where the banks and hedge funds would sell to just about anybody who was willing to buy because there was such an oversupply of loans. Now, fast forward to today, now it's tough for us to buy from some of those same banks that were willing to sell to us in our first few months. Reason is there's a lot more competition, just like in the real estate market and the note market. There's a huge amount of competition for these mortgages. So now they won't sell them a few hundred thousand or a million at a time. They're selling them at $100 million so when we call and say, hey, we have 10 million bucks or 5 million bucks, it's, eh, can't help you. But anyways, that was our start. But that is not a scalable or repeatable start. So what I want to do is provide that. Your other part of your question was, how do these work in terms of buying these and settling them at discounts and providing these extraordinary solutions for families? So I'll give you an example. We bought a loan, and this is a very common situation. We bought a loan on which the family had refinanced in 2008. Obviously not a great time to refinance. The property at that point was appraised at $200,000 and they refinanced at $164,000. This is in Maywood, which is just outside of Chicago. And shortly after the crisis in 2009, 2010, the breadwinner in the family was laid off from his 20-year job with Culligan Water, basically delivering water to offices. And now he was laid off. So he didn't have money to pay the mortgage. He fell behind. The payment was more than $1,000 a month. And the loan was serviced by Aquin. So he applied for a mortgage modification. It went for months. He told us his story. It went for months. And that turned into over a year. And finally, they denied his modification. 
and they scheduled a foreclosure sale on this house. Now, the good news is the hedge fund that owned that mortgage offered a whole pool of mortgages to us, which included this gentleman's home. And what we did was we did a broker price opinion, which is kind of like a mini appraisal on the home, and it came back at $32,000. So we offered 30% of that, $9,600. So just so your listeners understand that, the debt was unpaid principal balance on this mortgage was 164000 He hadn't paid in several years. There were tens of thousands of dollars in delinquencies. And his payment was over 1000 a month. The home is worth 32000 and we bought the mortgage for 9600 The bank loses in that scenario, right? Well, somebody loses, clearly, because somebody loaned this gentleman 164000 right. and now they're taking 9600 for their position. So there is the bank or investment fund, Wall Street back fund probably took a bit of hit at that point, but they're probably looking, hey, this home's worth 32000 If we complete the foreclosure, we're going to have to evict them, and they were at to sell the property and pay brokers. Our recovery may be 20000 but there's still a lot more work, so it makes sense to take the $9,600 offer. I'm sure they thought it was in their best interest to do it, and that's what they did. But when we contacted the gentleman and we said, here's what we can do if you want to stay, we're going to drop your monthly payment from, again, it was over $1,000 to $320. Mm-hmm. So he's like, well, that sounds too good to be true. Maybe it's a scam. But he checked us out and discovered, hey, we really did own his mortgage. And we also gave two other options. Hey, if you want to settle this in one lump sum, we'll take 29000 basically 10% less than what it was currently worth. Or if you don't want the house anymore, we'll give you $1,000. So you owe us all this money, but we're going to forgive the debt and give you $1,000 if you sign the deed to us. So those are basically the options. And the way that we've had a lot of success is by just giving the options to the family and they get to decide what's in our best interest, what makes sense for us to do. Do we want to pay money and keep the house or do we want to get paid and just give up the house and get the debt forgiven? And in this case, the family said, no, we want to stay. So again, we dropped the payment to $3,200. They owed over $20,000. Three, $320, right? $320 right. from over 1000 Right, right. You said, 30, you said 3200 just want to make oh, sure. Oh, <laughs> that, that would be not good. We tripled it. Yeah, we tripled it. No, it went from over 1000 to 320 They haven't paid in several years. They owed over 20000 in delinquent payments, and we took $2,000, and we forgave the difference. And the $320 payment was now going to be the same payment for the remaining term of the loan, which is almost 20 years. So for them, it was like, oh my goodness, this is cheaper than rent. It's a great deal. But for us, look at the numbers. We received $2,000 and then we got in that first year, 10 payments of $320. So another 3,200. So 5,200 on a $9,600 investment. So over 50% on the first year. And then we continue to get 320 times 12, almost $4,000 a year for the remaining 20 years of the loan. So in the first year, over 50% return, and then a 30 plus percent return for the next 19 years, we have all our money back within three years, and then we just have cash flow for the rest of the term. And that's basically, in a nutshell, what we do. And I know Wall Street looks at what we do and say, okay, on paper, you're getting these big returns, 20, 30 plus percent, but really, George, you're making like five or $10,000 a deal. And that's what it is. It's five or $10,000 a deal. And for Wall Street, that's not something that's worth their while, which creates the opportunity. But here's where we created a business is we bought 2,500 loans last year. So we make five or $10,000 on all 2,500 loans. We have a pretty decent business. Mm-hmm. What is that math? 2,500 loans, how much you make per deal on average? Call it $5,000. 
five thousand dollars. Got it. So that's yeah, twelve point five million. And you said make, so that's profit after all expenses. Agreed. Yeah, that's it's just a matter of how soon you make it. But yeah, there's a lot of money to be made on these things. There really is. So now help us learn how to do this, please. So this is the challenge is how do you get started? And the first thing is to figure out how to buy the loans. And there's continues to be a pretty opaque market, but there are a number of hedge funds, smaller funds that will work with buyers who are wanting to buy just a handful of loans at a time. Real kind of caution sign is when you're new, it's very easy to overpay. You can use that situation that I described and said, hey, the home's worth 32000 If I get it for twenty, that's a $12,000 discount. That's pretty good. I might have even thought that 15 years ago, but it's not very good. You really need a significant discount. They're not paying. You want to get into the 50% range or less of what the property is currently worth. Because if they don't pay or you don't come to a resolution, now you're paying for an attorney to go through the foreclosure procedure, and that can take a long period of time. And your returns, as time passes, returns will generally diminish. So these things, unlike real estate, the longer you hold a non-performing loan, the value will tend to drop. And the reason is the taxes are going up and the property is potentially deteriorating and just the duration of your investment is extending. So there's all kinds of reasons you want to get to a fast consensual solution. So there's funds out there, and I can name a few. There's Granite, there's Condor that do, even SHP will occasionally sell loans in small, like one or two or three or four or five at a time. And so I think that's a place to start. And as you get bigger, as you say, hey, I could do 50 or 100 of these, then you definitely go up the food chain and there's hedge funds and then even banks that will sell to you, even in today's competitive market. I think the strategy would be to maybe learn this while the market's competitive, kind of get your bearings in terms of how all the pieces work. Because when this market collapses again, which there's always a cycle up, down, up, down, boom, bust, boom, bust. And eventually there's going to be another bust in the cycle. And that's where there's just immense opportunities. But if you decide, hey, I want to buy loans, when all the opportunities are there, it's going to be take you a little bit of time to figure out what you're doing. So it's definitely, I would think it's a wise time. And it's the reason why we're doing this is because we're starting a servicer, which basically every loan needs to have a mortgage servicer. We're starting a servicer and we're showing other people how to do this. Because when this crash happens, then there's no way we're going to buy all the loans. We're not naive thinking we're going to buy every loan that becomes available. We want to show other people who can find even other sources and other opportunities and do this in a socially responsible manner, which also coincidentally generally maximizes the financial returns. In order to find the non-performing mortgages now, you gave three places, Granite, Condor, and your company, AHP. Right. And I can think of more. I can think of SN, Security National Servicing. They regularly sell loans. And basically what happens is you'll call them up. We're setting up this program called Note Buyer Bootcamp, and we'll add all the resources onto the site. And once you contact these groups, they'll send out periodic lists of loans. Hey, we have this one loan available, or we have these 100 loans available. And you can bid. And you can typically, even when it's 100 loans, they'll let you bid on one or all 100. Those are a handful, and notebuyerbootcamp.com will put up a list of other sellers in the market and update that as people come and go, which inevitably happens. And once you buy the notes, is it just a cash transaction and then you now own the notes? So you've got to pick up the phone and call the people living there? 
that's what you would like to do, but only part of that is true. So it is a cash transaction. So you're generally wiring the money. You sign a purchase contract, somewhat similar to real estate purchase contract, except now you're buying a note. And then you wire the money to the seller and they will then send you the documents. What you're really buying is the note, the mortgage, the title insurance policy, and whatever origination documents that may be helpful in enforcing this loan. Those are shipped to you, those originals. And they'll also transfer the servicing. Let's say it's service at Aquin and they're going to say, where do you want to transfer it? There's a number of servicers, SN Servicing, FCI, BSI, Clearspring. I think the number one choice should be HP Servicing, but that's up to your listeners. But then you'd like to call the homeowners, but you can't. In most states, they require that if you're doing any type of debt collection, particularly on a mortgage, then that needs to be done by somebody who has whatever license that state requires. And so that means that you usually have to take the loan to a servicer and have them call. This is where you end up kind of having this middleman, call it like somewhat similar to a real estate agent where they're the conduit for the interaction with the homeowner, but you can tell them what you want to do. It's very simple. You can say, if this homeowner wants to stay, just like this family in Maywood, we'll take a monthly payment of $320. They owe us 20,000 delinquency, but we'll take $2,000. And if they don't want to stay, we'll give them $1,000. And so you can do that, tell the servicer, and that's basically what they're communicating with the family. And, and the ways they reach out is they can do phone calls, they can send letters, and ultimately they can send people to knock on the door. It starts phone calls and letters, and then, then knocks on the door, and then the home's vacant, then they do a skip trace, and they try to find where the people are. And think about like this, people left, so they probably don't want the home, but now you're trying to track them down and say, hey, I want to give you $1,000 to sign the deed and forgive the loan so we don't need to foreclose. Mm -hmm. And if you can do that and get the deed and the homeowner's like, hey, I don't even want the home anymore and I owe 200000 so it doesn't make sense for me to keep it, but you bought it for 9600 that's a big return. And if you can do that in a short period of time, your returns are through the roof. Because the alternative is to go through the long, tedious foreclosure process, which will take time and money, and you still probably make an okay return, but the returns that become extraordinary is where you can reach out to the family and make a deal. Hmm. I know we talked high level about this, and there are many bullet points underneath each of these, but for the purposes of this conversation, anything else that is a larger point that we should talk about as it relates to buying these mortgages at a discount? Those are nuts and bolts. It's so similar to buying a home that is broken in terms of needs a lot of rehab, needs a lot of fix up, or a multifamily property that is in disrepair, has management issues, and then working out a solution in order to fix that house, fix that multifamily, or fix that loan. And if you can generate a solution that works for the family, that's always going to be your best resolution. How can the best ever listeners get in touch with you or your company? Sure. If they're interested in purchasing notes, go to notebuyerbootcamp.com and you'll learn about the training program that we offer, which is basically online. And we'll have some resources, some free resources on there as well. You can reach out to that email on there as well, info at notebuyerbootcamp.com. Awesome. Well, George, thanks again for being on the show and talking about buying non-performing mortgages or notes and how you got into it. Fascinating story about the LinkedIn trust that you had with that gentleman and turns out to be a really successful relationship. Definitely you, and he got $4,000, so I'm sure him too. It was uh, the best $4,000 we spent. Yeah, absolutely. And then just talking about the overall process. So thanks again for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Joe.
You looking for a one-stop landlording software that helps you create listings, find and screen tenants, and accept rental payments while managing maintenance requests? Oh, by the way, it's zero cost to you. Go to tryrentler.com forward slash best ever. That's T-R-Y-R-E-N-T-L-E-R.com forward slash best ever. The Invest This podcast interviews the elite in real estate investment to uncover the secrets to building an empire in every aspect of real estate investment. Visit investthispodcast.com. That's I-N-V-E-S-T-T-H-I-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T.com for the top 10 real estate books to build your empire and to learn more.